That was great. That was. I feel like you get a little bit like uh, that note that uh, what's the guy's name that sings? Uh, I'm sorry, Ruben Stuttered. Nope. Sorry, 2004. Uh, no. What's, what's that weird? Guy's name? I was about to say Ruben Stuttered, no matter what you said, yeah. and then you named. The song, the song, his only no, song. That's not what I'm thinking of, though. Oh, no, our it's, cycles uh, are sinking. Look oh, this us. is not a help fun for the audience. First thing, me trying to think of something I can't. I don't know. He has a shaky voice that's really sad. Aaron Neville? No. All right, we could do this. All let's right, not let's skip doing this. We cut that. <laughs> uh, that was great. Great job. And it's because it's just the two of us. It is just the two of us. No guest. Nope. We don't need them. Yep. So this is your chance to turn it off because that's why you listen. You You're listen for the guest. For some movie star, baseball player, Gemologist, you're gonna have to wait for next week. We have someone who's actually all three of those things. So sick. <laughs> Tune in. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into our advertisement for this week let's before do we it. get too much further, since we're just gonna be catching up the whole time pretty much. As always, very thankful um, for our sponsor. Yep, I'll read this one. Um sure, Top Gun was entertaining, but it's just not reliable. Mm. Relatable. Thank you. Universal Pictures is following up the success of Top Gun Maverick with a more down-to-earth, relatable story in Bottom Gun. Bottom Gun switches out Tom Cruise for Ted Cruz as the Texas senator decides to become a fighter pilot after finally accepting the fact that he absolutely no one wants him to be president. <laughs> sure, Ted Cruz doesn't have the suspicious youth and undeniable charisma that Scientologist Tom Cruise has been given by Xenu, the dictator of the Galactic Confederacy who brought billions of people to Earth in a spacecraft 75 million years ago. But you know what he does have? A very punchable face. We'll follow Ted through basic training and all the way through the ups and downs of flight school. Will he finally achieve his dream, discreetly fling himself flying? Flying himself to Cancun. It says fling. I'm going to say fling. His dream to discreetly fling himself to Cancun while his constituents freeze to death and run out of water. Find out this winter in Bottom Gun. Bottom Gun. He's dog bleep at dog fighting. <laughs> bottom uh, Gun. Very nice. Topical. It, topical, but bottom bottomable. And bottomable. Bottomable. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Did Thanks. You, have, did you see the new Top Gun? Is I that, did, did that see the new this? Top Gun. It's all I've thought about for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most entertaining, enjoyable movie experiences I've ever had. That's so surprising and awesome. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big sequels con- are not usually this good, especially 30, 40 years, however long it's been. Yeah, like the legacy sequels they try to do every once in a while, like Indiana Jones Four. Yeah, sucked. wasn't there aliens in that? Yeah, yeah, it got to be. 
Stick to religious artifacts, you know? For sure. I remember being pissed off at the aliens. Like, all the other ones are based in reality. And then I was like, no. It's just <laughs> yeah, the bridge where he's just walking over the, like, the invisible bridge. The bridge. There's, like, reaching into a guy's chest and pulling yeah. out his heart. Yeah, these aliens aren't realistic at all. <laughs> There's actually some Come kind on, of ev- evidence for aliens. It's yeah, probably it's the most realistic one. Way more realistic than any of the other bad guys. It's true. Yeah. But that movie still sucked. Uh, Top Gun is special. And I'm not, I'm not a vehicle guy. Yeah. Cars don't care. I have a 2012 Accord, and I feel great about it. Yeah, uh, I was wondered. Planes, planes. Okay, whatever. Very useful, but seen them. Like I've had friends that are like, once Tom gets in the F-18, dude, you're gonna get fired up. I'm like, no, I'm not, and I was. Yeah, immediately. The way they film it, it's all real. Very little CGI. Mm-hmm. So I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff. Fascinating. Okay, and terrifying as always. And the, he actually was in the plane, right? Yeah, Tom they Cruise. all were. Yeah. Um, you know, all the G's. What are G's? Oh, the, the G-Force. But what does that mean? It's uh, gigs. Uh, it's like w- gigs that are in the wind, and they press your body back against the You're seat. going so fast up to space. That's that what gig speed is. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that, that no, checks that out. makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, your phone, it's all the signals go up in the air to yeah. get to the people you're talking to. Right. It's the same thing as the planes flying. Oh, sick. Yeah. Happy to clear that up. I didn't up. know that. So when we have like, yeah, Gigspeed internet, it's just all these little Tom Cruises running Basically, to your house yeah. through wires. We'll just picture your text being thrown back against its seat as it travels the speed of light. Cool. Got yeah. it. Um, yeah, there's. they did it perfectly when it comes to, they sprinkled in the 80s cheese yeah, the, from the, the first soundtrack one. had to be... The soundtrack, that song sucks. Not Danger Zone. Danger Zone slaps <laughs> so hard still. Um, but it's that... It's a dumb, it's like cheesy theme. theme. Thing. They start with that. They have to. And then there's a couple moments that, like, they they had to know it was a super cheesy line, but they left in to kind of match the old movie. Yeah. In the first five minutes, a guy, it reminds me of the, like, oh, my God, that's Jason Bourne. Remember that? Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, but he turns to look at a guy by the camera, and he goes, he's the fastest man alive. Yeah. And I laughed, but also I was like, he is. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he is. I am in the cockpit. I am now a Scientologist. Let's do this. Yeah, I believe whatever that guy believes. Same. Um, <laughs> I had to look up who Xenu was. I just knew Xenu. Was is the that the actual one? That's the story. Is it 75 million years? That's what he said. And he put people... So Scientologists believe in dinosaurs and stuff. Maybe. Tough to say. <laughs> I don't know. Let's have one on. Most of the beliefs are behind a paywall. You know, you got to keep paying for different levels for more yeah, that's science true. fiction. Yeah, so we're moving to a subscription-based economy. So Scientologists actually ahead of its time. Whoa. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, none of the other religions are like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you cut cable and you have to start paying all these. Um, yeah. It adds up, especially if you're uh, going clear Yeah, you know Scientology. Those, you know those ads that are for like companies like, we're going to help you consolidate all your pr- subscriptions so you can get rid of the ones you aren't using. His like has Scientology in it. <laughs> It's like Hulu, Netflix. What's this uh, Master Xenu subscription you have? Is like, oh, don't worry about that one. Mm. Have you have you watched the Scientology documentaries and Going Clear? I watched Going Clear. It's amazing. It's a I terrifying. Mean, yeah, it is. When it comes to all the cult stuff that I'm obsessed with, Scientology is fascinating and so bad and very successful. So I, I'm very conflicted praising a Tom Cruise movie. There's no way he doesn't. He might not be the the trigger man, if you will, that does a lot of the injustices, you know? Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. People go missing. People get abused. Yeah. 
But he knows. Does he ever get asked about it in interviews? Every once in a while. He's been pressed on it before. He's got to be one of those things where his publicist is like, and don't bring up Scientology. Yeah. It's one of, I don't know how. How is he not a very hardworking PR team? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, the movie is great. The plane movie's good. Tom Cruise yeah. is a 43 year old, 60 year old. Yep. Still. He's 60. I don't He's close. Yeah. Late 50s. Well, I don't know. It's worth a watch. Uh, Scientology sucks. Get out if you're in it. That's what you probably need to hear. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't all the documentaries Man, and whatnot. We're, just, we're here saving people I was today. listening to this podcast. These two bros were just rambling for eight minutes about Top Gun. They told me yeah. to get out, and I did. I watched some documentaries that showed some pretty shocking stuff, but it wasn't until episode 40-something of mm-hmm. No Worries If Not. Yeah, hey, you should leave that cult that has bound your life, but No Worries If Not. Yeah. You don't have to live in Clearwater anymore. <laughs> um, who knows? But, um, well, I went to Columbia this week. South Carolina. It's uh, South America. Mm. Even better. Very cool, because that is where your future in-laws hail from. Yep. My, yeah, all her family hails from there. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't live, her parents don't live there, but lots right. of her family does. So we went to her um, cousin's wedding in Medellin, which I only knew from Entourage. Yeah. Medellin is the Pablo Escobar movie that they make with the... Uh, actor and entourage god is that the biggest city to, to, uh that? no it is not it is big though all right i think uh, bogota is the biggest okay it's i've heard capital. of both of those so i figure yeah. they were the big ones yeah um but i've been before but it's the first time to medellin it's amazing it's like this valley surrounded by mountains you could see how they would get away with some stuff there i get that uh but it was awesome it's the wildest wedding i've ever been to it's my first catholic ceremony sucks hour and a half it sucks Sorry, and, you can't say that. It does. Well, I don't know if it sucked because I didn't understand any of it. Oh, it sucks already? And then if you don't understand it, that double sucks. I think that it's that might have made it easier because I didn't have to... If I kept, You know how sometimes you're in a place like that and you're like, oh, no, I'm not paying attention. It's like, well, I don't... What am I paying attention to? Like, you're kind of off the hook. Yeah, that's true. These guys sit there and check the Brave score. Right, you just hear Jesus Cristo a lot? Yeah. But then every now and every now and then somebody would just start they'd start chanting stuff in Spanish and I would stand up and try to and be like yeah so yeah <laughs> and then people would say you don't have to do this but all right okay. that's a full hour and a half probably not probably Anna told me beforehand she goes this might be an hour and a half yeah. but I think it was probably like an hour maybe I more I, I don't understand why people do that I mean I know religion believe, they did a com- fine. yeah they did a lot of stuff but then the party afterwards we had to leave uh, before midnight because. Our flight back to the Estados Unidos was uh, <laughs> early in the morning, but the reception started at like six, and I was told it went till three in the morning. Wow! But it was it was nuts, very fun. I learned that being in a country where you're the only person in your group that speaks doesn't speak the main language, it's so freeing. There's no pressure. That makes sense. Like, meet, if I had to go to another country where they all speak English and meet all of Anna's family members, try to remember their names, try to talk to all of them, make sure I talk to all of them, and there's none of that pressure's there. For sure. Normally, you have an awkward moment with a cousin or something. Like, what do we talk about? Yeah. We already did the housework, how are the kids? Now it's like, you got nothing to work with. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I see. Have buenos tardes. That's kind of it. What, what'd you call him? Uh, yeah. Well, I think, I don't, I think I'm supposed to say that, but. Buenos tardes, good, good late. afternoon. Are you late? Wait, good after... Tardy. Yeah, it's Good afternoon. Late. Yeah, because tardy, Latin. 
Yeah. Man, I'm, we figured I'm it lost. Out. I don't know anything. Sorry to miss Albain, my high school Spanish teacher. I retained very little. El Boro sabe más que tu madre. That's all I remember from school. That, that sounds offensive. I think you've said that on this before. A donkey knows more than your mother. Yeah. And I don't even think it's correct. I've tried that with Spanish speakers. and like, that's not what yeah, you think like, it is. That's not... <laughs> It's probably like the most profane thing in yeah. the world. Well, I'm about to go to Spain and not be able to communicate. Yes. Oh, speaking of Spain, I have a gift for you. What? I got you something t- oh, today. No. Hold on. I have to go across the room and get it, so you're going to have to... Stall? You guess what it is while I go get it. Okay, deal. Uh, sp- what, it's probably a book about Spanish phrases. I'm also going to be walking 15 miles a day in Spain, so is it something to do with walking? Um, I don't know. Okay, you can open it. All right, it's it's in a very cool. Uh, Aaron is going bag. to on a on a journey to Spain to do the, what do we call it again? Camino de Santiago. Camino de Santiago. If you remember the episode of BT, he told us all about it. I don't remember that. I today driving back from Nashville, past. Oh my gosh, Bucky's. We which, gotta. The first time I went to Bucky's, I came on here and I told you how upsetting it was and how overwhelming. I was overwhelmed. Second yeah. time, this time I walked in, I felt like part of the family. I knew where everything was already. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I got Aaron a tank top that says Bucky's on it. And I, one thing I've noticed about Aaron over the years is that I've never seen you wear a tank top. Yeah. And so I figured. And it's only because I never have access to them. So this yeah, is. Yeah, I figured great. it's probably because you just don't have one. Right. So I got you one. Thank you so much. This You're is uh, it's very tropical. Yeah, it's some rainbow vibes. Is it Pride? Is it Bucky's Pride line? Based on the group at Bucky's, I don't think they have any Pride <laughs> branded uh, stuff. Yeah, I bet if you brought that up and asked them, they would make all these disappear overnight. They'd be discontinued immediately. Uh, yes. Uh, does he always have this kind of? Let me see it. Like, I didn't really like, like douchey hat on in the yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Or is it, it just changes colors one? depending on the the kind of theme of the shirt or tank top or sweatshirt. Um, but yeah, I thought that would be great for you to bring some American culture to Spain with you. And it might be a good talking point for when you meet people from other countries and you say, this is Bucky's, this is kind of America in a nutshell. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah. It's a rodent. Um, so yeah. You're I wel- appreciate that so much. You're welcome. I thought about you. you. I got you that today. I'm yeah. for sure going to wear a um, cotton tank top as yeah. I walk 15 miles in the 90 degree heat in Spain. Well, it doesn't have sleeves. So Yeah. That cuts down on the fabric that absorbs sweat and adds weight. That's a that's a great point. So just make sure you wear sunscreen on, on those guns. Uh, since we're rambling and none of this matters, it is... That could be the name of our podcast. <laughs> we're rambling and none of this matters. It is so hot. Uh, it's the hottest, hottest thing. <laughs> How are you dealing with it? I'm very... Very poorly. Is this a heat wave across the whole country? In Nashville, it was. It felt like this. Okay. It is 99 degrees when I checked a little bit ago, and it felt like 109. Very humid. I'm so sweaty right now. Yeah. Think of a body part. Think of it. You got one? I got, I got one. Mine's wet. Okay. That is Whatever great. it was, mine is wet. Yep. Uh, my shins? Mm-hmm. Sweaty. That's what I had picked. Yeah. So, yeah. If it's straight bone and Your you are... Your shins, where there's very little glands underneath them. I don't understand. Yeah. There's not a dry centimeter on my bod. Hmm. What's the toughest part of your body to make sweat? Teeth. Teeth. Yeah, how are you I can do it. You can sweat out your gums. Kneecap sometimes, too. If you look down and water is just spilling out of your kneecap, uh-huh. 
you well, got you got it, problems. Well, especially if it's just your kneecap, that's a big problem. You know, they do surgery now where you can have your sweat glands shut in certain areas. Yeah, but then that it has to go somewhere. But then it pushes it out other places. Right. So if you're like, I don't want to sweat under my armpits anymore, they like laser them shut. Yeah, and then your but Achilles then all is of a just sudden, leaking water. Your lower back is just <laughs> always drenched. Ew. So now, yeah, it's it's awful. I'll. Uh, what happened if they did your whole body though? You you blow up. You just you become you a swell. You swell. You know the little. You, the, cr- you just have to cry so much. The girl <laughs> Viola, whatever her name is from um, Viola Davis. No, from um, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, where she blew up into like, oh, a bubble yeah, person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah, it's just like you just that. become a sweat bag. <laughs> no, I like to imagine that your body somehow, in order to survive, it tells your brain that you just have to cry all the time for the moisture to get out. So it just makes you really emotional. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like, why does Aaron cry so much? He had all his sweat glands removed, so now it might be that. Out his eyes. That's a good. I need that excuse. Not. I watched an episode of Love Is Blind, and I've just been crying because of that. I'm like, you oh, mean, it's my. You I had love, You mean love on the spectrum? That's what I meant. I've never cried. At love, love Is Blind love. should not make you cry. <laughs> no, they can't see each other, but they're in love. <laughs> it's so, so beautiful and real, and the best way to do it. And I'm, you know, I'm out there on on dating apps doing that whole awful thing, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'll show up, and I'm so wet. I show up, and the first time they meet me, it looks like I got out of a pool, and then just it's, this time of year. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's right now, and it's only going to get worse. And then we have to hug, and it's like they're hugging a dolphin. Yeah, that weird first date, first meeting hug to show that we're both like, here. Hey, for- good, good to see you. Yeah, and then they're like, it's, "Do they think I'm how I represented myself?" You know, you're evaluating that. Yeah, and I'm wet. Moisture I, levels was never on his profile. No. I sit down. My forehead is so shiny, and they're probably seeing the reflection of more attractive people behind them. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't know we were going to talk about this today, but I have a question more further. Okay. Because uh, I, I sweat on my armpits more than I wish I did. And okay. Sometimes it, if I'm on stage, I'm like, oh, it's gross. People can see that my shirt is, has sweat on it. Right. What, what are some techniques for, that people at home can do if they're about to do something important and they can feel... Feel that salty mixture coming out. Um, well, well, I don't have. I just wear clothing that hides it. Dark clothing. I can't stop doing it. There's well, do you no go way. to the bathroom and like towel off, or like put the air conditioning on blast right on your armpits? If if I thought there was a possibility of curbing that problem for me, my life would be so stressful. So there's no answer. No, okay. I have accepted it. You just got to be wet. You got to own it and talk about it. Yeah, representation matters. Yeah. Wet boy for life. You're not alone if you're out there thinking you were the only one having to side hug on first dates for non-religious reasons. Yeah. It doesn't get better. It does get wetter. Yeah. That could be our merch for the podcast. We've been looking for kind of a tagline. Yeah. So, hey, if you're struggling with perspiration and it's really affecting your personal life, just remember, it gets wetter. It only gets wetter from here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't know. The thing, too, is with shaving my head, mm-hmm. there's nothing that stops it. So it just runs. Yeah, there's no it wall. It just runs. In, yeah, right into your eyes? Yeah. Your eyebrows are kind of thin, too. You need to grow those out. Oh, that's good. I, I knew uh, insecurity unlocked. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to look at your face and be like, where is the water going to get held up at all? It It goes straight down my back, and then it goes all the way down my lower back, and then it goes below... And then re-enters the circle of life, and then he's just yeah, and then it, into the soil, and then <laughs> you know some some papayas grow up out of there, <laughs> and 
It's just kind of the circle of life, as we call it. I am sorry. I just did a quick prayer that no one would listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll uh, put a warning in front of the sweat section. All right. So uh, Columbia was good. Columbia Anything was good. Anything else there? Um, How, what was the what some... was the widest and weirdest you felt the whole time? Mm, uh, oh, that's a great question. And there's several potential answers. I mean, the whole time, pretty much. <laughs> uh, they... We went to a farm. It was also her grandfather's, on his grandfather's 90th birthday, the day before the wedding. Okay. So we went to this farm out in the, some land on, in Medellin. Just this tons of land. What kind of farm? What do they grow there? And I didn't see anything grow. I mean, they had some tomatoes and they had some chickens. Got it. But other than that, mostly just green, green grass. Great. Um, and everything there was just like so... It, it's what you'd picture if... You know, in like a movie where they do the FBI busts like a big compound where the drug lord is. Mm -hmm. It was like that, just without the big wall. But it was like that same architecture and that nice. Oh, pretty. And just walking around there. Like Via vibes? What is Via? Like a villa. Oh, villa. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to not be white and dumb, but. You mean a villa? A villa. A villa? Yeah. Villa Rica. Yeah. It was like a very nice villa. And Anna's family is also nice, and especially the younger ones all speak pretty good English, so oh, cool. I, I had a great time. But they was just them, they're just wild. Their family is so different than mine because they're walking around, you know, with shots going, take a, take another one. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, we don't do this with my South Georgia family. Yeah. But it's so fun and so different, and I felt very white the whole time. That's great. Yeah. Cool. It was very fun. Um, we had some canceled flights on the way there. Almost didn't get to go, but then we... Um, Cancel culture has just gotten out of hand. I know. We missed the rehearsal dinner. So Did I didn't, you? I didn't get to give my speech, <laughs> <laughs> which might have been the reason our flights got magically canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was a blast. Tons of fun. And um, I hope more of our family members get married. I'm sure they will. I sincerely do. But um, you, you also... Had a couple shows. Yeah, I just got back. From, sorry, we just popped the mic. Uh, I just got back from Nashville. Got to do some shows with John Levitz. Cool. It was very fun. Uh, I keep, I catch myself keep like talking like him the past few days. Like do, so it, do, the, do the voice. He, he goes jealous. <laughs> what do you do that on stage? He goes. Uh, he said it in the green room one time, but he's uh, his his act is is funny. It's very old school and and funny in him and his rhythm. The way he talks is so fun. Yeah, and, and he was nice. So that was. Those were good times, but it's just funny moments. Like the first night I did 20, but then he, he did like an hour 20 after me. So last night he was like, would you mind just doing 15 minutes tonight, Andrew? And I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. But I was about to go on. He goes, yeah, but you might need to tell them so the backstage so they know that I'm going to do 15. He goes, okay. And so then the guy who kind of runs the showroom came up to me after and he goes, right before the show started, I was standing in the kitchen and I just look up. And John Lovitz is staring at me through like the circular window, and he just points over at you and goes, "He's only gonna do fifteen minutes." <laughs> and he's like, it just took, all of a sudden I just look up and John Lovitz is making eye contact with me, just, "He's gonna do 15. <laughs> like, okay, that's a surreal comedy moment. Yeah. yeah, are you just running through the old SNL alums? Yep, I'm uh, collecting them like Pokemon cards. Yeah, I only had two Pokemon cards. So are you gonna Dana Carvey's coming up. No. Michael Myers. But I did just get booked with uh, Spade for more shows. Cool. Going to be in Winnipeg. Oh, sick. On June 26th. Crossing the border. At a casino for two shows. If anybody wants to see me or and or David Spade. We've got a lot of Canadian listeners. Do you know that? 
Do we? No, I have no idea. Should we? Ch- I bet we have one. Probably. They speak French, though. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. This one's right above North Dakota, so they can't be the French part. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it's not like Montreal. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I Mon- I like isn't Montreal. Montreal right above? Montreal's like right above like New York. Oh. I think. So is Toronto. I don't really know exactly how We just need works. to have a Canadian on here. I know that uh, Winnipeg, because I recently looked into it, is right above North Dakota slash Minnesota. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's Trudeau. <laughs> you get it? I do get it. Yes, pretty good. Uh, so are those? Is that two different days? Those shows, or is it no, one same day? night? The twenty sixth, one night, two shows. Cool. Ho- hopefully, I don't lose my voice and sound like I did in Hilton Head. Yeah, <laughs> brutal. Just insane. Yeah. Hopefully, you don't kill as hard as like you said it was the hardest you've ever killed. It was a really good show. When I sounded, for those of you that didn't listen last week, I had this awful. Uh, a sinus infection that led to me, and I don't know if it was that or the steroid pack that I took to get over it, but I couldn't talk normally because all the air was escaping out of my nose when I would try to talk. And so I found that kind of like I might have special needs. And the audience thought I had special needs, and so it felt like I was up there having like a make-a-wish moment, and the audience was cheering and laughing so loud, and I didn't know if it was the best thing or the worst thing. Yeah. Um, I wish I could have been there. More than anything, I wish I could have been there. <laughs> Ask my brother about it. It's uh, great. But um, yes, yeah, so hopefully that. I've been having more medical problems, though. I think I diagnosed myself yesterday with... Uh, more butt stuff? No, not, no, my butt's good. My butt's great. Uh, with... Um, now I forget what it's called. It's in your foot. Uh, oh, your, your foot butt. Nope. Uh, Heel. Hold on. Toe. Hold on. Toenail. Hold on. Where is it? Plantar fasciitis. Yeah, plantar fasciitis. Is that it? I think so. Because I woke up yesterday morning feeling like I just had this big bruise on my heel. Like, you know how when you jump down off a high thing sometimes? Of course, I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. I'm always getting those. Uh, But I didn't do that yesterday, so I was very confused about why I had a bruised heel. And it's just in this very specific kind of spot on the inside of one heel. And so I started uh, Googling it, like you do, and I think it might be plantar fasciitis. Wow. I'm not even 30 yet. I've already had a kidney stone, already had plantar fasciitis, worked with John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah. I'm an and old you're, man. You're checking them off. Yeah. All the bucket list items, you're just going through them. So if the accountability partners out there could pray for my left foot heel, that would be probably Praying for not. you. <laughs> uh, probably should pray for other stuff, but... You got all these shows coming up. David Spade, you got any new jokes you want to run through? Oh, yeah. We thought today, since it's just us, we could talk about some... Potential new jokes. Yeah. There's one I wrote, I thought about on my drive today. This is all so new, it's probably not, might not, might be nothing. You tell me if it's anything. All right. Okay. Let me find my notes so I don't, I say, it's great when I'm driving and I'm doing voice to text and then I just can't hardly even read what I wrote. Um, I've been watching Naked and Afraid a lot. Cool. Which I like. And I think it's really funny when one of them gets hurt and they have the doctor come out to like see if, they, they keep can going. keep going. Yeah. And every time the doctor gets out there, he's just like, I mean, yeah, you should go home. You're naked. <laughs> like, of course you should go home. Like, a- any good doctor would just be like, yeah, you should never come out here at all. Right. This is so bad. Like, why are you doing this? Like, it's funny when the doctor is just like, yeah, continue <laughs> Yeah. in this thing that's the worst thing imaginable for you. 
So that's like a funny There's thing. There's something there. Something Especially there. if they talk to the doctor and it's like he didn't even know what the show was. Yeah. So he walks out there and he's like, where are your clothes? Yeah. What are you doing? Or they make him be naked just to make it <laughs> like a fair dynamic. He's just a normal doctor. He's like, what? Yeah, that's no. good. Because it's, it's all about your mentals and staying tough mentally, you know? Yeah. Like if a dude comes up and you re- you're reminded how comfortable clothes like, are. Oh, are those jeans? Of course you're tapping out. Yeah. You're like, give me some hope. Yeah. Can bring me my jeans. Is that a Bucky's cutoff t-shirt? Oh, my god. I got to go home. I quit. I got to go. Um, but then, and this sounds like something somebody else might already do, so tell me if this sounds familiar. But I think the, the weirdest job in the world has got to be the guy behind the scenes that has to blur everybody's genitals on Naked and Afraid. Because yeah. somebody has to go through frame every second frame. of footage and put the blur on everything. Yeah. The whole time. Every scene is a naked person. That's true. That's somebody's job. And how how much of a red flag is it for someone to apply for that job? <laughs> yeah. Like, no no normal person is like, I'll, that's what I'm, I'm sending my resume in to be the guy who edits out all the genitalia on naked and afraid yep. you have to ask someone that didn't apply to do it you can't open sure. up applications no, for that no, job no, because no, no. anyone who applies should be disqualified they should be in jail yeah yeah that should be a jail pipeline or at right least there. on a list definitely a list yeah. yeah 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 but so who does it is it someone who applied for it or is it someone that they said hey listen we need you to do this for one season and then we'll give you a better job and we Interns. need you we need you to not want to do it because it's like, how do you cast that job? <laughs> we need you to not want to do it. You can't want to if to get it. If you want to, you're actually fired. Which is an intern. Which is, it has to be an yeah, intern. Yeah, but you, it's a pretty big, important job. Yeah, but it's not live. You yeah. can watch it through and be like, uh, you missed. And you missed. I saw a ball But there. imagine having to proof watch it just for that reason. You know, not paying attention to anything going you're on. Staring. You're just staring at the blurred out areas. Be like, did, I, did something just slip through? Is that a... <laughs> oh, nip slip. Nip slip. Yep. That, that's best case. Uh, this guy, I know Tyler, he worked at North Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might know him. I, yeah. I think I know the Tyler you're talking about. Okay. He was doing video. Yep. He, and he moved to New York and got a job at some news company. Uh-huh. And it was the week the Kim Kardashian sex tape dropped. And his very first job going from church work was to blur frame by frame everything in that video. Oh, my gosh. And so he's sitting in a dark Manhattan like editing suite going frame by frame blurring privates. <laughs> gosh, that's a job. That is a job. And yeah, it's like when you bleep out the our horrible guests sometimes. Right. Mostly Trip Crosby. <laughs> Mostly Trip. Yeah, our hellbound, just yeah. awful, awful guests. So I was thinking about that today. I think that's a premise that could turn into something. I like that. I really but like the naked doctor too. The naked. Yeah, should he? Shouldn't he be naked just to like? Because it's kind of as an audience member when you're watching Naked and Afraid, it's not provocative at all. You forget after the first ten seconds that everybody's naked, right? Because it's you're, it's all survival stuff, but it's really just adds to the how you know, vulnerable they seem, yeah. but you forget that they're naked. But then whenever they have like a producer or a doctor that has to come on, they just come in wearing clothes. And you're like, oh yeah, the rest of them are naked. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is like a jarring thing to see somebody in clothes when no one else is. Are the camera people in clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is in. <laughs> but my argument is that they shouldn't be. No, solidarity. Yeah. This is if, what we if do. If there is an unedited version, would you, which one would you click on? And obviously it's not, a, it's not hot. You're not not in a sexy way. I do not. I would choose the 
edited the, version? The edited version. Same. <laughs> I don't think that it's going to be... Any, you're not going to gain anything from seeing more than what they're showing Yeah, you. there is some intel I would like to have on um, these super alpha people that just live out there, uh-huh. especially the men. You know what I mean? You want to see them? Um, I'm just curious... There's, there's, there's an interesting co- you data want to see point. if there's correlation between like how good at survival they are and maybe how confident they are without wearing any clothes. Yes. Well, this leads right into my next joke <laughs> okay. about this. So I was just thinking about this in the car right here, and this is not something I would ever use, but uh, this would be my slam. This would be a way to get an audience on my side if I'm doing like a corporate event and I need them to like me. That's what a what's a slam? Well, I'll sh- I'll show you. Okay. So. Let's I don't just like imagine. this. We're talking about naked and afraid, and you're going to show me a slam? No. Well, I'm going to show you. So what I would do if I was doing a corporate event, yeah. like let's just say for Burger King employees in Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, where a show is going terrible for Burger King workers. Yep. Um, I would say, so who do you think Burger King's biggest rival is? Um, McDonald's. So that's who we're going to slam. We're going to slam McDonald's. Got so it. I would tell all my hilarious new naked and afraid material about the editing of the videos and stuff, and I'd say... But you know what? That uh, genitalia editor, he loves it when McDonald's employees are on the show because he has to do less work. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, because it implies that there's less of a blur that's necessary. Smaller PP. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I could just do whatever, whoever the enemy of the audience is, I put them in there and then slam them. Yeah. Slam them. But you can say a Mick something. It's always funny. It's always a... a blank. yeah. A, Small a, fry. A McMicro. <laughs> Small fry. Yeah. A McMicro. Yeah. Yeah. A McFl- yeah. There's I've always, a lot there. I've always had a joke that I've wanted to do about micro penises, but mm-hmm. just saying, like, if you have one, you should say Macropinus. It sounds so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a city with big buildings, or maybe even a dinosaur. <laughs> You know, <laughs> macropinus. I'm like, yeah, I've got a macropinus. Or what, what is that? Like, I want that. I want one. Does it bite? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you have like it sounds like a crocodile or something. Yeah. It sounds like you they might like, think you. I have like, like stegosauruses. A, I like macropinuses. Probably the macropinus. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It sounds part. so much cooler. Just like, oh, and it's not a law. You can say that however you want. The macropinus has learned how to open doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um. The uh, Macropinus uh, uh, had a spawned. Re- they had a kid somehow. Yeah, you know? like the Velociraptors were like, oh no, there's a new. Yeah, litter. they're supposed to all be female, but yeah. there's a Macropinus. The Macropinus somehow. somehow this might be made our first uh, episode that gets an E by the time for everyone. For Eve, yeah, that's funny. E is everyone and explicit. <laughs> yeah. How did they miss that? I think kids made that. Video games is E for everyone. Yeah, and explicit is just albums. It is music. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a parental advisory, the full word. It's not just E. Yeah. That's probably good. Yeah. So shouts out Macropinuses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had another question about Naked and Afraid just for you. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, if you were on Naked and Afraid, yep. you had to do it. Mm-hmm. But they said, all right, you can choose. You either can have a pair of your favorite underwear yep. to wear the whole time or shoes. This is being blurred, though, right? Yeah. But it's about your how comfortable oh, you're oh. going to be. Shoot, that's that's tough. Yeah, would you rather survive in the wild for t- eleven days? I might wear one shoe and repurpose the other shoe. Best <laughs> of both worlds. <laughs> that is the that is the perfect answer yeah. to the question. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, the shoelaces, or the, the, op- the shoelaces behind your waist. Just <laughs> yeah, I could use shoe shoelaces to do like a loincloth type situation. Yeah, I think that's known as a G string. <laughs> but I think that I think the ratings would shoot through the roof. I think so. He's wearing one shoe <laughs> with no laces. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better. That's the best answer you could have given. Or, or I get you know I have some like. Uh, compression shorts for working out that are longer. Mm-hmm. I'd choose those, and then I'd cut it so it's more of like a like Daniel Craig and Casino Royale, like little boy shorts. You uh-huh. know? Yeah, and then use the rest for shoes, bottom of shoes, and then yeah, maybe it's not really know. how shoes work. I would die so fast out there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like well, I'm only gonna be there for probably like six hours anyway before for, I tap yeah, out. The so. clothing doctor's coming in t- two days in and yeah. taking me out on it's the like boat. The doctor's not even in town yet. No one's ever <laughs> needed him this fast. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep. It'd start to rain. It's like, guys, camera, I'm out. Hey, did you guys, are we going to the hotel? Yeah, for that, about, for that reason. It looks like it's going to rain. <laughs> for that reason, I'm out. They're like, that's a different network. Yeah, and they always like hear growls at night. Oh, yeah, dude, the ones in like South Africa Yeah. are nuts. South Africa. South Africa. That's good. Yeah, the trick is to say the word, the name Seth. Seth. Africa. Seth Africa. Every accent, there's the, the calibration word or accent, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like if you're Irish, you got to do like Lucky Charms or Foster's Australian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Australian. Yeah, there is like a, that, it resets your mind. It's, uh-huh. man, it's how we talk now. Yeah, it's like an anchor word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I had another joke. What was it? Um, oh, yeah. I have another story that's probably in the same vein as that. Not to, no pun. Is it, uh, <laughs> yep, let's go. Uh, this is one I think I could do on stage. I just haven't figured out how to tell it yet, but it's an embarrassing story about me. I was a late bloomer, mm-hmm. puberty-wise. Got it. Yeah, and so... That's, that's the joke. I was going, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's my first thing I say. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, for thanks guys. Uh, I was a late bloomer. Um, but I remember I was like 15. All my friends were having puberty happen, and I clearly wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so... I was still going to the pediatrician, which I don't know. How old are you supposed to be when you stop going to your pediatrician? Some people just keep going. Like? Like into their early 20s. Oh, well, I didn't do that. Yeah. As soon as you can drive yourself, I feel like you should go to a real doctor. That's a good point. That's probably the line. But I was going to my pediatrician, so, you know, and you know the office where you can play with the, the little uh, balls that go along the tube? Mm-hmm. I loved those. I still love those. Yeah, yeah. And they, at mine, they had a sick room. This isn't the joke. They had a well room and a sick room. Yeah. I and they those. segregated you as a child. And if I ever went to, like, there was a toy in the sick room that I wanted, and I tried to go in there, my mom would be like, no. They we don't flu. go in there with those people. I don't think that's what she said, but <laughs> that was the energy of, like, you know, you're going to go in there, you're going to catch something. Yeah. But I just remember the shame of ha- when I was sick, having to go sit in the sick room. Yep. I see where you're going here. Yeah. There's some correlation there. No, I don't know. That's not even the joke. I was just remembering that. But I remember we were going to the pediatrician and we were going to check to see if I had hit puberty yet, which if you have to check, it means you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the doctor was how like... Do they, how do they check that? I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, the doctor was like, uh, hey, and he would always tickle me. And I was too old to be tickled at that at 15. But he's a pediatrician, so he's just part of his deal. I don't know if he's still around. Um, I hated it. No kid likes to be tickled. Yeah, no. Adults think that just because they're laughing, they're enjoying it. But are, are we talking like in the stomach, like poking the stomach? And yeah, mm, nobody like likes. Nobody's ever liked that. No. But adults are like, kids are laughing, so my brain tells me it's good. 
Um, so he Yuck. tickled me a little bit, and then he said, all right, uh, so you're probably going to hit puberty either this fall or next spring, and it's already the fall, so let's check. And I remember, I think my mom had left the room, and he just like pulled the waistband of my shorts away and just like took a look down there, and he kind of snaps it shut and goes, nope, next spring. <laughs> he looked at it for like half a second. Yeah. It's like Groundhog Day, but worse. Yeah, I was just like, oh, thanks. You could have at least studied a little bit to be like, ah, oh, may like he's just like, oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day if the groundhog just didn't have a shadow yet. <laughs> <laughs> it did not have a shadow. No. Uh, and so that was traumatizing. I've thought about that. I thought about that for a long time, and still think about it of him just next going, spring. Nope, nope, next spring. It's like okay, you can start. You seem pretty confident about that. Wow. So yeah, there's there's a lot there. It feels like a story that could be funny for sure. So this is very early in the process, guys. I'm a much better comedian than this. But there's a there's a easy transition there too, which is big. From you the, got naked and afraid, we're talking about doctors. Yeah, you we're can talking tell about what I was thinking about on my drive today. Blurred penises. Yeah. Um, and then we're talking about doctor and your little macropinus. Yeah, I was like a McDonald's employee back then. <laughs> yeah, a small fry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Those are just my funny thoughts from today, guys. Leave me alone. Every day, this is what he does. Every. He's a factory. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at my notes of other things we can talk about. Do you have anything? I have a few more things. Keep going. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. I <laughs> Tell me if you think this is weird or not, but every uh, Father's Day, Father's Day is coming up. It is. If this, when this comes out, Father's Day will be the next Sunday. From now, it's next Sunday. Right. Um, just a heads up to all you out there. If you're listening to this, go get your dad something if he's still with us. Uh, and if you like him. Yeah. Or you, you know what? Do whatever you want. It's okay. That's fine. Do what you need to do. Get your mom something. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but I get hired by a church, different church every year, but someone always asks me to come do their Sunday morning services on Father's Day to, for me to be instead of the sermon. Wow. To just perform stand-up. And they're like, yeah, we just want to do something really fun for the dads since it's their day, but it's on a Sunday, so they still got to go to church. So we're just going to surprise them with you. And I'm always like, well, how mad would you be if you were a dad that wanted to be golfing, gets made to go to church, and then it's not even church? Mm -hmm. So I'm nervous about that for Sunday. But the past few years, it's been super fun at the different places. Big shows? It's gone well. I mean, it's norm- it depends on the church. It's just yeah. their normal Sunday morning group. So normally, probably four or 500 people, several, a couple services. I feel like as a rule of thumb, surprise stand-up's usually bad. Like, I you want people yeah. walking in that are expecting and excited to see comedy, right? That's a good point. I don't know if they've advertised me or not. But, but it's also weird to, like, go on after the worship music. Yeah. And they're just like, all right, and now... Andrew Stanley, and I'm like, here's 30 minutes of no wisdom. <laughs> no wisdom. No. Uh, and a lot of penis jokes. Yeah, potentially. That's yeah, I thing. could try out my Naked and Afraid stuff on all the dads. I'll find out that the, is such I'll, a weird I'll, sentence. I'll find out the rival church and then do my, my slam. Do your slam. Yeah. That's good. I didn't even think about slams, but that make, makes sense. You got to make fun of... You got to slam their enemies. The thing they hate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do... Uh, I'll say Jews. What? Because huh? <laughs> <laughs> of church, because of Christian church. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they slammed one back in the day pretty good. <laughs> yeah, slam them back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. Um, 
What else? I want to talk about weddings. Talk about weddings. How is your wedding planning going? Wedding planning is going well. Words. How much? How far are we? Three months. Three months. Yeah, three months away, and things are going well. We've got most of the big stuff all figured out. It's now it's just about like figuring out the exact order of the ceremony and all that stuff. Yeah, I have. I got some wedding opinions because I've worked in and around a lot of weddings. Yeah, you used to be a wedding photographer, and you've been a groomsman in how many? It'll be over twenty at the end of this year. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow, that's that's awkward because one day you will need groomsmen, if the Lord wills it. Yep. And you can't invite all the people that had you. I mean, only probably only three or four of those I would consider now. That's how life goes. That is how life goes. You know, over a long period of time, there's probably people that I was in their wedding that are not even invited to my wedding. Yeah. Uh, so here are a couple things. I want to do a full wedding episode soon with a wedding planner or something. We'll get my it's wedding planner. Fascinating. On. Yeah, she's great. Um, I was in. Actually, a, we don't know yet because the wedding has happened. She seems great. So far, she seems great. She seems on it. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I was in a wedding in Athens. Our our friends Tyler and Kelsey, who are wonderful. Yes. Um, it was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Just everything. You knew both of them before so they were even dating each other. That's true. Yeah, they uh, met at a karaoke night, and I invited them both, and it. Well, it happened like oh. six years later. You but, kind of introduced them. Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of those weddings where you know like 40 people, so it was just a blast. Yeah. You know, unlike yep. your wedding where I'll know like four, and it'll be fine. Yeah. You know? No, it'll be so fun. Um, you can invite some people. There, there's some, I don't know, some things that they did that I think should be potentially universal. Okay, t- yeah, one, let's hear it. they made their own playlist. Because they knew their people. They so they did just, a DJ or a band? They did a DJ. It was our friend Dave yep. Swell. Oh, yeah. Um, DJ Swell. So he, yeah, DJ Swell. He, uh, he would be great, and he is great at picking music, but they catered the playlist knowing who was going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Like a couple songs, I was like, that is for me, which I appreciate. And yep. a lot of people had those moments. Yeah. They played Buck Cherry, I Crazy B. That on your Instagram. Unedited. And that is one of um, Tyler's go to karaoke songs. It is a filthy song. Yeah. And I remember looking over at grandparents. They're horrified, but everyone is having the time of their life mm-hmm. other than them. You know, they're yeah. fine. They're on their way out. Could they, you think they were, yeah, those lyrics are pretty easy to hear. Sometimes some of those songs, they're so fast that like the adults that would hate it don't even notice. Yeah. Like at my brother's wedding, my dad just had his iPad out, just like filming everybody. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he knew what these words were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rap lyrics move super fast. You can't hear them. But this is a rock song where it's, yeah. hey, you're a crazy bee. Yeah. But you F so good. Uh huh. Like it's it's that yeah brutal. It's not subtle. Uh, we had a great time. Um, and I mean, it's not for everybody if you're not in music or karaoke like we are. But it was so fun. Every song that came on, we just had a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. Because a lot of weddings, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'll go dance if a banger comes on, and it might take a while. You know. Yeah. And it's fun. I would imagine for the two of them to sit there and make the playlist together. Absolutely. That's like a fun thing to do. Yeah. So that was great. Um, wrote their own vows. Are you writing your own vows? No. I never like it when people do that. I, if they're good at it, you would be so good at it. I would feel so much pressure to make it funny, and then uh, Anna would not like it to be funny. I get that. Uh, <laughs> my, my friend Luke does a, a bit about Southern weddings where it's it's not a he's not a comedian. He just does it. Oh, what is every it? time I like at receptions, it's always like we love her, even though she went to Auburn. Yeah, you know, or <laughs> something like that. Which so cheesy. Kelsey is a huge Alabama fan. Tyler's a giant Georgia fan. In yeah. the vows. You know, she was like, I promise to be your shoulder to cry on, 
when it takes Georgia another 42 years to win a national championship, cru- nice. it just crushed. Destroyed. Yeah. And she even said, she goes, ooh, that was a good one. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, but it was very sweet and touching, and everyone cried. Oh. So I'm a big fan of putting your personal touches on it. Okay. Y'all are not. That's fine. Well, it's not too late. We could do it. Is it because you probably can't come up with a bunch of nice, sweet things to say? I just don't know enough good things to say about her. Yeah. That I feel comfortable with. Happens. I mean, I could lie. Maybe at your next marriage. Yeah, I'll start writing those. Yeah, maybe you'll find them. So I'll be prepared eventually. <laughs> no, we could write them, but probably just say that stuff to each other directly. Yeah. Uh, first looks, I think, are good. Oh yeah. It is as a f- former photographer. Uh, it makes the day go so much smoother. Yeah. When you kind of get that out of the, you're not doing that. I can't remember. I don't think we're doing a first look, just because Anna wants, and we. I mean, we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that moment. For the first time I see her to when she's walking down. I get yeah. that. That's very sweet. What about the ones where they're like the girls on the balcony above and the guy can't see her? Yeah, or they hold hands behind a door. Like, yeah, there's, there's like a, on the corner of the wall. Yeah, yeah. The good thing, and it, if it is more of a party wedding, or like some people just want to have the wedding be the focus and not the reception as well. You know what I mean? Like some some are just more fun and light. Yeah, weddings. yeah, yeah. Um, I think first looks are huge because. You're not rushed. You have time beforehand, as yeah. opposed to like you gotta take a ton of you pictures. You the ceremony, the ceremony, take the formals, and then you have like 15 minutes and everyone's waiting on them, and it's just pure stress yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Um, I think if people are down for that and having that first look, it's great for the day. Okay, take that into That's consideration. We have a welcome party planned, or not welcome party, a uh, cocktail hour in yeah. between the ceremony and the reception so that that hour was when we'll take our pictures. Everybody will have something to do. Right, right. That's good. I feel that's the the main way people do it. I'm yeah. just a fan of first looks. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, as a photographer, that makes less sense. makes your job easier. Yes. So. But it is like a very sweet moment. Both yeah. are, can be sweet moments, of yeah. course. Um, those are my big things. I have more, but I'll what say about a last her. look? Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, for some people... <laughs> It was like that bride I talked D- about. Divorce his, photo his, shoots. His dad died at the wedding. Oh, what? Oh, at the wedding. Yeah. I forgot. Well, he had a, like a heat stroke situation and went... Gah. He didn't die at the wedding, but he yeah. died during the wedding. Yeah. At the hospital. Gah. That was the last look. Bummer. Pretty brutal. Yep. You never know it's the last look. That's true. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be the name of my book. You never know when the, when's the last look. Yeah. Um, That's a song. Those are my main things I want to talk about. Yeah. And no other wedding advice? What do you hate? What do you hate when people do at weddings? Um, it was, it's one of those things where I hated a lot of stuff because we went to so many weddings. So things that were overdone were overdone to us because we saw them all the time. Yeah. But if you go to a wedding or to a year... Yeah, then it's not yeah. as cliche. I'm not a fan of the bouquet and garter stuff. No, like, I don't No think one's stoked on that. We're not doing that. You know what I mean? It's, it's gross. It's a little gross. It's like, it's like a weird... It feels pagan. Yeah. Kind of. It feels, I don't know. What does pagan mean? Is that bad to say? I think so. Pa- uh, pagan feels like cultic, is it? Yeah, that's how I mean it. I mean it as like, it's like a thing that whoever catches this will marry next. Like it feels. That's gross. And also, you, you put your head under the dress and like uncles cheer and you're like, what are we doing? Yeah, the people who cheer are the guys who apply to edit the episodes of Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Exactly. There's correlation yeah, for sure. I cheer for when the groom goes and gets the garter. Yeah, and bouquet toss, that's fine. I mean, that's a little, there, there's less going on there. Yeah, it feels like uh, that game 5,000 or 500. Exactly. But it would be weird if you were like, I have these flowers hidden in my pants. 
You yeah. have to find them and then throw them to your female friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's outdated. Uh, that's not good. Uh, that's outdated. And my least favorite part of being in a wedding uh-huh. is the pressure-filled moment when you get announced into the reception and you have to do like a zany little dance. Oh, I hate that so much. I so so much pressure. And it's always some person you're paired with that you don't even know them. Exactly. And you're like, do you want a hopscotch or yeah. something? Yeah. The the girl I was paired with for this one. You want to leapfrog me? I saw I saw uh, one on the internet where the guy like pretends to propose and everyone like freaks out and uh, he gives her a beer. That's pretty funny. It was fine. Uh, we decided not to do that, but we switched as much as we could. I gave her my jacket, my sunglasses. I took her flowers. Amazing. I That's curtsied good. when we walk in. She like chugged a beer. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. And I didn't have to dance in front of everyone. She sweat a ton. All right. <laughs> so as soon as she's going to start a podcast that no one sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. What do you think about a uh, mother, son, father, daughter, and first dance situation? Should not get married. Oh. Hmm? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, against, should be I'm against that. What do you yeah. think about mother, son weddings? Yeah. Good, forward or against yeah. it? I think that, yeah. Um, I, I think they're good and sweet moments. Don't do the whole song. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's what they told us. Yeah, and I was like, verse and chorus, great. get out of there. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, let's do a sweet little moment, some yeah. pictures. But everybody's standing there like, oh, they're doing another round of this song. Okay. Right, it's like a four-minute song. What are you doing? Unless you're choreographing the whole thing to make it entertaining for everyone. Yeah. The moment doesn't need to be four minutes. Agreed. And that goes for most songs when you're dancing, too. Unless yeah. it's a song where, like, um, I want to dance with somebody. Like, you need the bridge. You need the last chorus, the key change. Yeah. It's the whole thing. But sometimes if it's just like... You do the chorus twice. Or like shout. If you if you have to play shout, you got to do the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but some of them are like, we get it. We get it. You know, my girl, okay. Brown eyed girl, whatever. Yeah. Don't we, play the whole song. We just want to yell Sweet Caroline two times, not right. six times. We just want six bomb, bomb, bombs, which is yeah. two times. <laughs> you know? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to do abbreviated versions of that. Anna wants us to take dancing lessons... For our for just for our first dance, but I feel like you were you were in a frat at an SEC school, so I can probably, swing dance a little bit. You know how to spin and do all that yeah. stuff. That's all I mean, not do. I'm nothing to brag about, but I'm not gonna just be up there like a robot, right? I mean, I will look like a robot, but I know you live some like a moves. robot, yeah, a little bit. That's just authentic, so I want to keep that. Yeah, robot vibes. If I'm too loose, people are gonna be like, "What's wrong with Andrew?" You're right. So, yeah, he had that. If I seem too loose up Uncle there, brought the cocaine. Just tell me to ridge it up. Ridge it up. Ridge it up. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have... Uh, these are all these little opinions that I need to spend some time and. You should write out. a essay. About weddings? About... How to make your wedding cool and fun? Yeah. That's... I mean... Yeah. Who, you could probably get in some bridal magazines. That's true. Also... Yeah. If... I want, I want to do the cake cutting before the ceremony <laughs> because I need to know if she's going to shove the cake in my face. And if she does, I'm not marrying her. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That, that could be a good test. That is the biggest red flag to me, Maybe especially you, with my beard. Yeah. Would there be a way to do that just on your first date with someone so you can already know that? Yeah, that's normal. Hey, don't worry. This is not weird and no pressure. I got a cake for us with our names on it. Yeah. We have to cut it and you have to feed it to me? Yeah. I had also, a, do you have any siblings? I had a, I had a, <laughs> <laughs> How would you feed me this? Just if, you, if we were married... Six months from now, right. a year from now, year and a half from now. Uh, how would you? <laughs> that is such a red. Like, if I marry someone and they, that's a fear of mine. Is everything's great? 
And I'm like, this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life and you with. you just married her. We get married, and an hour later, she shoves cake into my beard. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, I'm out. That, that's such a I think you should leave sketch idea of like the happiest couple in the world. Everything's going great, smiling, saying cheesy things. And then she puts a little bit of cake on his face. He loses his mind. Yeah. It's like, no, this is over. Is this the joke? Everybody out. <laughs> I told you. I told you. This girl sucks. Did you guys see that? There are children in <laughs> Vietnam that would have loved to eat this cake. And it's ruined. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing. That's uh, that's just a personal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do whatever you want. Also, if, we put a lot of effort. We did, went to a cake tasting. Yeah, we chose everything. Very. If she wastes some of this pretty expensive cake, that's an indication that she's going to waste money in our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a attorney. She's probably fine. Yeah, it's not like wasting your money or anything. But I still don't want it to be wasted. Good point. I wanted to be spent on my comedy career. That's enough about weddings. Well, let's have a wedding episode soon. I think we need to have maybe um, in September we could have like a wedding theme leading up to through my wedding. Is this very selfish? Maybe. Where we could have uh, Chris Colley, the leader of the band we're having, and the wedding planner and photographer, and we could get all these wedding related professions to tell us their secrets. Wow, I like that. Yeah, it's become a wedding. Podcast. And then at the end we get married. <laughs> Me and Anna. Yeah. What What's our new name? No worries if wed. Yeah. Uh, no No wedding if not. Yeah. No wedding if not. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's like you do this thing, but no wedding if not. Let's call it either way, 50-50. Yeah. If you, that sounds like our, uh, our Jeff Fox for the, it might be a redneck. Like, if you don't shove cake in my face... If no you wedding, shove cake in There's my something. face. <laughs> no, no, one's, no one's listened this far in yeah. the podcast, so it's fine. Thank you guys for, if you're still here. Um, let's wrap it up. Anything you want to say? No. Uh, do you have any uh, favorite things you want to say? Um, is Top Gun. Top Gun and good weddings. Top Gun is good. My, yeah. uh, my favorite thing is That's It bars. They're these fruit bars I've been eating. Never heard of them. They're 100% fruit. Never Get heard them at of the that. grocery store. They're fantastic. Also, the show The Boys, season three. The Boys is wonderful. I it's, only watched the first season. It's so rated far. R for every reason something can be rated R, but it's uh, very good if you don't mind that. Yeah. Um, I, and for our last question that we normally ask, yeah. uh, I just want to read the email you sent. Oh, yeah. We, uh, Trip and I, I mean, Trip and I, Aaron and I got asked to be part of this creative brainstorm meeting with um, former guest, former Trip, guest Crosby. Trip Crosby because he has all these projects. Sometimes he'll bring us on. And Aaron said that he couldn't do it, and then I responded to them. He said, Hi, Emily. I'm available and would love to join. I'm sorry that Aaron is pretending to be so busy. Safely tucked between Aslan's paws, Andrew. Yeah, I th- that was one we'd heard, but then I added my own personal... T- you made it worse tucked, somehow. Tucked yeah. between... Safely good. tucked between Aslan's paws. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Now, no way.